This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, June 20th. CJ, Tuesday, June 20th, a big day for the Morning Sports Desk. And actually, better said that yesterday, Monday, June 19th, a big day for the Morning Sports Desk. We got ourselves a little bit of a milestone. We did. We hit our 300th episode of the morning sports desk yesterday and you know does that means nothing and everything at the same time but i think that's a that's a pretty big milestone for this little program we got now i have a question um we called it an episode what do we mean by that isn't this just a short 15 minute radio program that airs on our am and fm airwaves well yes and no because it's podcastable available on our website, wadinaradio.com, where you can check out every episode that we've done and have uploaded, or you can also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you can find a podcast, you can listen to us. So even if you miss this bit in the mornings or there was something you really wanted to hear again or for whatever reason you just want to hear it, that's where you can go. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and wadinaradio.com. We also share the link to our website, on our Facebook page, the KWAD page as well. And 300 feels like a significant number. I don't know why, like, you know, what it is about 300 in particular. It just is, it's kind of cool. Pretty much, you know, five days a week we're hammering another one of these things out. And, and uh, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's fun. It's fun to talk and make fun of Minnesota State sports. They make it really easy sometimes. It's really fun to talk about what's happening locally mm-hmm. and uh, and what's happening with our high school athletes around the area. Obviously, it's probably our favorite parts of the job is being able to go to games and see high school games and, and be a part of it in that capacity. And then it's it, it's fun to, to reminisce on some of those things and you know uh, either preview what we have for that evening or review what we had from from the night before it's cool we've gotten it we get to do it as often as we do yeah exactly and i think that's kind of the little groove we found is you know we want to make sure we kind of touch on things that are happening locally and the best way to do it sometimes is just talking about the games that we have coming up that night like you said and recapping the games the next morning and it gives us a chance to one help us digest what we saw because we end up talking about the game we had the night before anyway so we might as well do it over the airwaves with everyone and then for people who missed our broadcast the night before, kind of catch them up and just let everybody know what's going on locally. Uh, it's been really fun. And we can, uh, by the way, Corey, uh, we can see uh, w- some numbers for the podcast. And we can tell when it gets to a playoff season, whether it's in fall sports, winter sports, or spring sports, uh, we really do feel you guys uh, a bump in. Whoever's got the hot hand in a playoffs, you guys tune in to us to kind of get the update and hear what we have to say. And we appreciate that. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that I mean, you, you think back to off the top of my head, um, uh, last year baseball playoffs was crazy. We had three teams in the area make a state tournament. Um, there was a there was a big bump for that. Um, uh, I, I, Monaga girls sports have been really tough, and 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 when they are making their playoff runs, to be able to touch on that and the and Braves country kind of coming through with listens um you know the the basketball uh, yeah you're right like these basketball playoffs again these these spring sports playoffs it's kind of cool so uh thank you for being a part of it 
It's been a lot of fun. And, Corey, uh, just a couple stats uh, that I can run across your way. Uh, I haven't put this number together, but I do know for this year, uh, since January 1 of 2023, we have nearly 900 downloads of the Morning Sports Desk. That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. And uh, that means that you guys have listened or downloaded uh, the podcast uh, almost 900 times since the beginning of the year. And I believe, and and th- here's a little wonky, our numbers, we kind of have, a, a, we had a couple different ways to uh, administer the podcast online. And when we moved over to a different service, it kind of messed up the numbers. So we couldn't quite see, uh, we couldn't quite see kind of the numbers combined, but we hit over a thousand downloads total last year when we were on that old service. So we've had, pretty darn close to 2,000 downloads of the morning sports desk since we've been podcasting this program. Yeah, so we've like doubled it very recently all of a sudden, which is super cool. Yeah, and we just appreciate it. We appreciate being able to put this uh, program podcast out onto the airwaves and online where it where me and Corey's comments can live forever, which is always a plus. Yeah, yeah, it turns out things live on the internet for all time and, and uh, um, uh, I don't think we say anything too controversial, do we? No, I I mean, I don't know. I'm, Should we start? Uh, Let's see if we can double our downloads in the next week and a half. Just get all of your get all your stuff out there. All right, so uh, the morning sports desk is moved to the morning politics desk. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you ever uh, you ever remember that bit from uh, from uh, Futurama when they try and get all the. Uh, when uh, Fry and Bender in the competition to get as many followers on social media as possible. And uh, Fry has like a, he's next to a chalkboard. It just says my political views. And you see his uh, follower count go down. And uh, that's pretty much what would happen. Yeah, right. I know. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out you're listening to a bunch of idiots when it comes to politics. And to be fair, probably sports too. But we should probably talk a little sports this morning, huh? I don't. Is there, is there much, Really worth mentioning, other uh, than uh, Supreme Minnesota Twins disappointment continues. So the Twins lose nine to three to the Boston Red Sox yesterday. Uh, things have gotten ugly. Uh, I'm just going to let Rocco talk quickly. It is June still, and uh, there, there's a lot of baseball to be played, but we're going to have to pick it up, and it's going to have to come uh, sooner than later. But here's the thing: I'm talking to everyone now about this in this room. Our guys know these things. This is not news to them. Believe me, they have more conversations together as a group of players that I'm not a part of and the staff's not a part of. They look in the mirror every day and they know how we're playing and they know what they're doing individually and and what they have to do to turn it around. It's harder to go out there on the field and do it uh, than it is to talk about it. But um, you know, we're going to have to figure out what we're what we're really made of. And the, the time is the time is now. We're not we're not in a good stretch, and you know you, you have to find a way to change some things. And that's not just one guy or two guys. That's that's uh, that's us as a team. We have to we have to figure some things out. Uh, by the way, uh, Corey, I'm trying to find this uh, stat so I can uh, attribute it correctly. But the Twins are now 19 and 25 since May 1st, and the only two teams in the American League to have a worse record are the Oakland A's and the Kansas City Royals. Cool. That's great. This is how we baseball. You mean the one team that had an entire protest organized on social media where they stayed silent until they all in unison started chanting, sell the team, sell the team. That's the Twins are doing as good as that team. Yeah, and Kansas City, a team that for years 
outside of 2014 and 2015, it's been nothing but sheer incompetence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's where they're at. Um, can I, can I just call something out on that, on that audio from Rocco? Yeah, go for it. We know that you guys know, like, like he's, it's like, he's trying to get out in front of something a little bit like, Oh, I know I'm, I'm telling you guys right now that gosh, yeah, you know, we know that it's not very good, but let me tell you, those guys in the locker room itching every single day, they know it's not good too. Well, I sure hope so. We know that. We know that they know. They need to know that we know. That's what this is. Like, your incompetence is not... It would be it would be stunning if everyone in that locker room is like, nah, we're good. We're Things all right. are going great according to plan. He- the problem here is, Rocco, is what's your plan? This is a franchise. What are some specific non-vague, well, things really do need to start getting better and we're going to work on some things. Well, what? What are you working on? And what are you doing to get better? Because we know that it's not good. And you guys know that it's not good. But we're idiots who just watch it on TV. So why don't you tell us what is the actual plan other than, ah, we're just going to try to grind it out. That's not how it works. We talked about this off the air yesterday, or actually on the air yesterday a little bit. The Twins don't really have a plan. They they were like, we don't want to be the Bomba Squad anymore. We want to be a team that slaps and slashes, and they haven't been that, and they haven't really been a home run hitting team either. They've been bad offensively. The pitching staff has come, the starting rotation has come back to earth a little bit. They're still the best part of the team, but, I mean, it's like last year, you can't, like the bullpen was fine at the beginning of last year, but all of a sudden just having to pick up the rest of the team night after night after night wears you down. And my whole thing with the Twins is this is a mess of their own making because they talk all the time about process and they talk all the time about you know process over results. And that's the right attitude to have. But when they go out there consistently every single night and Rocco goes, you know, we just got to execute the game plan better. We just have to execute the game plan better. Maybe your game plan just stinks, and maybe the process that you're doing right now just stinks. This isn't like a this isn't like an analytics versus traditional kind of fight that I'm saying here. I'm just saying that whatever the twins are doing, the philosophy that they have, and I don't mean analytics more broadly. I just mean that things that they're doing in the building, the way that they decide to have their hitters approach at bats, the way that they're not aggressive early in counts, and the way that late in counts they're terrible at fighting off pitches and making at-bats last and they're swinging and missing like they have no idea what the pitcher is trying to do against them which leads me to believe that the players I don't think these players stink I think there's a lot of veteran players on this team I think one there's some guys going through injuries like Buxton but also at the same time there's guys who are getting bad scouting reports and there's guys who are getting coached to do things that they should not be doing. And I'm not saying that this is a Rocco thing as much as it's probably a hitting and pitching coach kind of thing. And they are not if you're going to take strikes and you're going to be patient, you also have to be willing to just try to get the bat on the ball. Right. And that's not what they do. I okay, I know you said that they're not like we're not just going to be a contact or we're going to try to be a contact team. But if you're going to wait until two strikes before you start swinging the bat, sorry, you have to just fight for your life and take whatever you can get. You can't then, with an with a 1-2 count, be like, 
this is the pitch I'm going to hit 400 feet. That's not how hitting works. But that's the thing is they take a lot of strike threes. Like they have no idea what the pitcher is trying to throw to them. That's the thing. It's like insane. they look unpre- they look unprepared and they look like an unserious baseball team and they've looked like that for the last 2 months now. All right, I'm going to give you the opportunity here to start looking through your Twitter account because okay. uh, if you could, we're talking about the Twins who for like 6 weeks straight now have just not been able to hit the baseball. And the Twins most recently had the batting champ in their order who's playing uh-huh. for another team right now. Could you please inform us how Luisa Rise is performing for the Miami Marlins? So Luisa Rise last year won the batting title with like a three thirteen batting average. Pretty pedestrian, right? For a, for a batting champ historically, would you say, Corey? Uh, yes, but it's not like yeah. he, was the, he was like straight up dominant until some injuries and things happened towards the end. And uh, he held on. Hey, Corey, is a 400 batting average good? As far as I can tell, yeah. Uh, only like two other guys in baseball history can like say that they've had a 400 batting average this late in the season. Yeah, that seems right. Uh, yeah, well, Luis Arise has a batting average of over 400. He's had three five-hit games in the month of June. And uh, Luis Arise leads Major League Baseball with 102 hits. Tw- 102 hits for Luis Arise. We're twi- not even to the All-Star break yet. No, and the Twins, the team that traded him last offseason, are the only team that doesn't have a player with 60 hits. Carlos Correa leads the Twins with 52. He has 52. If you m- double that, what's that number? Uh, 104. And how many hits does Luis Arise have? 102. So Luis Arise has doubled the amount of hits that our best hitter has. Which... Leads me to believe that either all the Twins hitters stink, and in which case the front office needs to either be fired or have like some very come-to-Jesus moments here, or the game plan that the coaching staff is putting before them stinks. Or it could be a combination of the two. I don't know, but I tend to believe that there's a lot more talent on this roster than what we're seeing right now. The Twins lead the AL Central by two games and will take on the last place Boston Red Sox tonight. By the way, the Twins one game under 500, the Red Sox three games above 500. Listen to all the Twins on KWAD all season long. Are we do we can we be done talking about the twins now? Uh well we can be done talking just in general. Congratulations on three hundred and now one episodes of the morning sports desk. Let's do at least five more. All right, yeah, at least. This has been the morning sports desk for Tuesday, June twentieth.